Hey guys, this is Jason, and I'm here with Adam Rayberg. He's the designer of Sword Crafters. That's a game that's on Kickstarter right now. And I'm just going to ask him a question. And also, this is our first interview, so that's pretty exciting. So congratulations, Adam, on being our first interview. Hey, Jason, thanks for having me. Uh, company is Adam's Apple Games, and yep, Sword Crafters. All right. All right, so the first thing I have for you is I just wanted to congratulate you. It looks like your Kickstarter was successful, so that's always cool. That means you're going to be able to bring your game to life. Hooray. Um, so go ahead and tell us a little bit about the game, and I want to also want to know how you came up with the idea. Sure. Uh, the game is a, it is a three-dimensional game. Uh, tile game where you're taking a, a tile like a tile and you're um, building it into a three-dimensional sword so it is i cut you choose mechanics um, once you get your tiles that are relevant to you you're going to place them and basically build a three-dimensional tableau uh, in your hand so it's a super unique concept and at the end of the game even if you don't win the game you have a sword that you're holding and you're comparing versus other players yeah, that's really interesting i saw that i split you choose that's like the new hotness in games and i think that's actually a pretty cool mechanism so I saw that and I was pretty interested in that. Well, well, thank you. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot of really good games that have used it. Um, and, and what's brilliant about it, I think, and beautiful about it is that it, it, it leaves a lot of interaction, a lot of player choice, um, you know, be, between the players. And so you, you can kind of hose yourself if you, do, if, you're, if you don't know what you're doing. So that's the, that's the risk. But at the same time, there's a lot of choice in there. Um, all right. So is this the first game that you designed? And is this the first time you've used Kickstarter? This is the... Um, I don't know, probably a 15, 16th game I've designed. Um, this is the sec, uh, the third time I've used Kickstarter. So the first game I designed, self-published a game called Bruno Say, Bottle Caps um, meets Craft Beer meets Risk, uh, Beer Coaster ma inspired map of the US, real breweries in the game. Um, the second game was actually another, de another designer published a game called Truck Off the Food Truck Frenzy uh, on Kickstarter. And then this is the third one. Uh, with sword, sword crafters we, we like to do kind of americana things at adam's apple games and so it makes a whole lot of sense right craft beer food trucks and swords right so that one was that was a little bit of a curveball right right nothing says americana like some homemade swords yeah <laughs> you know it's one of those things where sometimes you, you stumble on a great idea or a cool idea a cool concept and you're like i have to make this come to re come to life even if it is not within the brand <laughs> right yeah hey i like it i think it's a cool theme and it's definitely a theme that we need to see more of totally agree uh, all right another question do you have any plans to take the game to cons like gen con origins whatever and demo it yes actually that was the the kind of the inception of the idea um was we were sitting at gen con and kind of you know and end of the convention talk um, chatting back and forth um rehashing some old designs and and you know just just reminiscing about you know, some designs and how good of a convention it was and being exhausted. And, and we, you know, we, we started talking about a game called Sword Crafters that we had. Dungeon Crawl, unique part about the Dungeon Crawl um, was that you would level up a sword as you'd play. And then we're like, well, wait, wait a second. What if the entire game was literally making a sword? And so it actually started, uh, the whole idea started from, you know, from a con and actually thinking about, wow, wouldn't that be cool if you're walking down the aisle at a convention and you see people demoing a game where everyone is holding a sword. So I think it's really going to pop at a convention. And that is, that is one of the main, like one of the main marketing avenues. I think we're going to find success with this game. So Gen Con is our goal to debut. Um, but you know, in terms of shipping and, and stuff like that from the Kickstarter, um, August, September. So our goal is to hit Gen Con. If we don't, we don't, but, um, we're, we're, you know, leaning forward to do that. I'll be looking forward to check it out. I think I'm going to try to make Gen Con one day. So I'll definitely look for you so I can, right so I can touch this game and see how it works in real life. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, please stop by. It'd be great. And uh, we also have a, a jumbo sword that I've been developing. So this is a um, maybe three or four foot tall sword when you're done playing. And it, it is just sword crafters just magnified. That's awesome. Yeah, I definitely need to see that one. Um, all right. Um, do you have any other games in the works? I know when a designer usually does one game, they usually have about five other games in their mind. So I was just wondering if you had anything else that you were thinking of or working on or prototypes or whatever. Sure, sure. Um, pro- in, I'm in the process of signing a game um, that is a two-player abstract, um, something really, really unique and I think would just do well in the abstract market. And then the other one that I, I designed is called, um, it's kind of a second uh, version of Bruin USA. It is not, it, it's a standalone game. It's not a sequel, um, but it has components that actually integrate into from game to game. So if you're a you know supporter or a game owner of the first copy, you will appreciate the second copy because some of those components integrate. But it, it's a dice drafting game, and so you're essentially um, taking like what you know what what could be a really fun and, and cool experience to the tap room. So now you can play with dice in the tap room and brew beer. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, there definitely needs to be some more themes about brewing beer. Uh, I just played Heaven and Ale, and something about brewing beer that's a pretty cool theme. And yeah, I definitely. Did you like it? Yeah, that, that was a good game. Yeah. Mostly, I think, just because the theme was different. So, yeah, the beer theme is cool. I don't even like beer, really, but it's a cool theme. Yeah, it's, it, you know, I, what I found is it's it's one of the most polarizing themes on the market, probably. Like, people will walk by and I'll be like, hey, do you like craft beer? And, and they'll still <laughs> either say yeah or yes or no. And so, boom, I automatically found my target market right. at, yeah. at a convention, which that that's actually a huge benefit, you know, where if you're kind of, you know, in, in a theme that is like other themes or is heavily used, then you almost need to navigate to what's the, like what kind of games you like playing, how many players you play with, you know, what's the way, that, that kind of stuff. So the craft beer question hits, hits, it hits fast. And um, a lot of people will be like, I wouldn't, ne- I've never heard of a game with craft beer before. Why would I do that? You know? And then, but then the other, the other 30, 40% is like, yes, I'm in, let's talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's probably more than that. Actually, probably they just don't want to admit it. Sure. Uh, Fair enough. All right. So um, after the Kickstarter, will the game be going to retail or will you be doing another Kickstarter for a second edition or does it all depend on how well this Kickstarter does? Yeah. It, it, I mean, it always, the, the answer is it always depends. Um, I am fortunate enough to um, be signed with a company called um, Publisher Services, which they're a consolidator in the industry. And so they, they brought Bruin USA and Truck Off to the hobby retail and a few other um, markets as well. And so like, it's great to have, uh, you know, as a small publisher, publisher, it's great to have someone in the industry that is working for you as a salesman after the thing has been designed and created. And now it's my duty to make sure that that inventory is, um, is shipped on time and, and there's stuff in stock. And, and I kind of manage still that front end of it. Um, and, and, and still a lot of the marketing aspect, but, but they have become, uh, the workhorse when it comes to, to selling the item post Kickstarter. I fully expect this one to do, um, to, to go into hobby. Uh, what I, you know, and, and, and I think anytime I design a game at this point too, like I'm, I'm thinking about like, what is the right product for um, a retail life of this as well? You know, I mean, I think Kickstarter, you'll flag things like exclusivity and, you know, really cool components. And, and yet I think you also, you also need to think about what's the, what's the end game here. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, because sometimes people just like designing a game and then, you know, you do 500 of them. You're like, hey, that's cool. I got my idea out. People are playing it. You know, that's a win. But some people want to do like, you know, 
have the next Dinosaur Island or the next uh, Batman miniatures game or whatever. So you never really know what people's grand plans are. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I will say like we're 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 in the reorder stage with my first two games, so I think you know I think things are going really well, and I think if if the trend continues, I, I hope that Swordcrafters lands and and you know has a has a good splash in the market. I think one one thing that has been interesting to me has been the three D uh, board game concept is is a really tough it's a tough sell uh, in, in the Kickstarter marketplace. At least I found that is a tougher sell than I would have expected. It sort of hits on toy game and puzzle. And so I think that even from some of my advertising and Facebook posting and whatnot, like, you know, I'm finding that people have a question mark a lot of times. Um, and so part of that is on me to, to, you know, convey the message better. I think if you go to the page, you'll, you'll get it. Um, but, you know, the, the other part of it is to, hey, let, let's make sure that people understand this thing is a game. So I, I've really been learning a lot along the way. I saw the picture of it when I went to the Kickstarter. I was just browsing around. And I was like, interesting. Tiles that you put into a sword. That is genius. Yeah, I, I don't know. It just struck yeah. me as something that I kind of wanted to play right away when I saw it. So good good job. Well, thank you. There, there's definitely gimmick there. And I think that's, you know, that's what, you know, raises some eyebrows a little bit. But at the same time, this game is like, this game is really fun too. I mean, this is, I mean, every designer will say like, hey, this is my favorite game, right? But um, like, the, I will play this one. You we put it on the table, I'll play it any day, so. Oh, that's good. Yeah, if you want to play your own game, that says something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so we talked about your your game for a little bit. So let's just talk about you. I want to know a little sure. bit about you. Um, so the first question I have is, what game got you interested in board games or board game yes, design? Easy one. E- either either one you want to answer. Easy one. Uh, Carcassonne actually was was kind of my en- my entry into into the board game space. Um, it, it started as a pretty friendly game with some new mechanics, and then it quickly evolved into a pretty a pretty strategic, pretty competitive game. Um, and so my family has continued to kind of cherish the Carcassonne experience, and there have been some, you know, some heated arguments because of it as well. And, you know, it just it seems like we kind of come back to that one as, as our, as our you know, gateway, but also like the one everyone knows and loves. That's interesting. I think I've played Carcassonne one time, which seems crazy because everybody's played that game a billion times. But some people have a, a, a bigger history in the hobby, and and so when you enter, I think you know that that may impact what games introduce you into it, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I I think I got into it after the Carcassonne sure. phase, so that's probably part of it. All right, um, next. Next question. Okay. As of right now, what is your favorite game? It can be a board game. It can be a video game. Any kind of game you want. Ooh, gotcha. I just had to take a look back at my uh, my, my game stand. Um, I mean, the, the one that I come back to often, really really often, and I think it's a little bit like of a Zen game for me, is uh, Hearthstone. It's a digital card game, and it it ticks all the magic boxes, like the magic Magic the Gathering boxes for me that I enjoyed and loved as a kid, but it means that I don't have to, um, you know, I, I can kind of break out of that, uh, that, that world and that realm. And so, um, it allows me to, I think still really love, love, love board games as a, as a, as a hobby, as a, as a space and, but yet still kind of get my fix on the side. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Those games are hard too when you're actually playing them with physical copies because just so much shuffling, so much buying cards. Yeah. I I'm with you on there. And there's a history there too. I mean, like a game like Hearthstone now has been around, been out a few years, and a game like Magic has been out, you know, I don't know what is it, like 20, 30 years or something. So there's so much depth and, and knowledge that that has gone into that game. You know, if if you have played the whole time or parts of it, 
to even understand all the mechanics that might exist, you know, and sure you can always put the standard formats or whatever, but um, this allows me, I think this allows me to, to kind of cut through that mess and just get to kind of a fun experience that, you know, I can play a few minutes here and there and don't have to feel too guilty about it. I have honestly, I haven't played that game either, but Hey, that's cool. I'm glad you dig it. And I might have to check it out. What about you? Uh, my favorite game right now is the gallerist by Vidal Lacerda. Ooh. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a huge Vidal fan. He's so good. I, the art, the art style is really cool too. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, it, it takes a little while to set up, so I don't play it as often as I would like, but whenever I can get it out, I love it. Before we get into the rapid fire, let's just go ahead and say how many days are left in the Kickstarter, how much the price point is, and then we'll get into the, the quick fire stuff. Sure. Seven days left on the Kickstarter. It ends uh, March 20th. Uh, the price point for the base game is $29, and we also designed an expansion at the same time, so that is $39. Free shipping in the U.S., uh, subsidized and um, let's see, duty friendly or duty duty free shipping um, for most most uh, most of the globe. We're probably going to link that to our page as well, just so after the episode drops, people can check it out. And right, that's cool. All right, so now it's rapid fire time. Okay, I'm going to give you two, two things. You're going to say which one you which one you want. So like hamburger, cheeseburger, you would say whichever one you like. All right, first first up, Stefan Feld or Uwe Rosenberg. Rosenberg. Oof. Uh, not starting off on a good foot here. <laughs> Fair <laughs> <right>. enough. <laughs> Euro games or Ameritrash? Euro. Oh, yeah. Okay. You redeemed yourself. We're good. Next, Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Easy. Okay. Good job. Good job. It's getting better as we're going. Email or snail mail? Email. Yeah. I'm agreed. I hate, I hate writing crap. But I like receiving it, though. Yeah, that's true. It is nice to get an actual letter in the mail. Um, Netflix or Hulu? Netflix. Okay. Monopoly or sorry? Guess <laughs> Monopoly. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a lose-lose, but hey. Yeah. Um, John Cena or The Rock? The Rock. Oh, Hardest yeah. working guy in the world. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally agree. Fries or onion rings? Uh, fries. And curly, curly fries if possible. Oh, yeah, curly fries all the way. Interstate or back roads? Interstate. Yeah, I'd agree. Although it is nice to drive a back road like a, a nighttime when it's nice and clear and starry. Not me. <laughs> Go. <laughs> Saltines or Ritz? Ritz. Oh, yeah. There we go. Car or SUV? SUV. Slip-on shoes or shoes with laces? Laces, of course. Yeah, I agree. Although I, I wish I could get into the slip-on. I really do. But yeah, I, I'm traditional. Yeah, I I wear flip-flops. That's about as much as I go. But if I have shoes, they have to have laces. Gotcha. That, that's slip-on, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay. Fedora or cowboy hat? Cowboy hat. Oh, yeah. Americana, just like you said earlier. <laughs> yeah. Pins or pencils? Uh, pens. All right. Now, this last one is the hardest for the whole group. Sword crafters or dinosaur island? Uh, I mean, am I asking people to make a choice? <laughs> That's a tough you one. Interpret it how different, you want to different interpret it. weights. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I mean, obviously, very biased sword crafters, but I probably will do both. <laughs> All right, cool. That's a good answer. That was just put in there to trip you up. So, good job. Yeah, you did a good job. Cool. Thank you. All right. So, those are all the questions I have. Um, we hit a. I think this was a good first um, interview for our channel, and hopefully, people can hear this and get interested in the game go check it out yeah i can't wait to listen to more episodes too this uh podcast has been a uh you know really really bright spot for me 
That's awesome. Thanks, man. Um, okay, so again, this is Adam Rayberg with Adam's Apple Games. He's got Swordcrafters on Kickstarter. Go check it out. You have about a week left. And give him some love. Give this game some love. It's a cool idea. It's a cool concept. And it needs to have people buying it and getting it in their hands. All right. Thanks, Adam, for coming on. And hopefully we can see you at Gen Con. Thank you. And I, uh, please stop by the booth at Gen Con. We'll, we'll be in the back for sure. But uh, Adam's Apple Games. Check us out. All right. Talk to you later.